Hi, best friends. I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today is another segment of Goodreads Bad Reviews. And we are doing the Shadow and Bone series by Lee Bardugo. We're doing all three books. And I can't even begin to cover how excited I am to read the one-star reviews for this series because I know it's going to just get like progressively worse as we go. Yeah. And it's going to like, it's going to lead to like the most perfect climax. I just know it because the books got progressively horrible. I mean, if we're being honest, the the last one was really bad. Um, I did not like a single thing about it. No, we sped read it. Um, these, I just know the slanderous reviews for the third book are about to be like my fucking bread and butter. Like I'm about to get a high off this for the next week. It's going to be so good. Yeah. And whenever I just need another hit of that feeling, I'll just listen back <laughs> to this recording. Amazing. <laughs> when I okay, feel so- like a little depressed. Caitlin's going to kick us off with kind of a longer one, but very excited to cover it. Very excited. The title drew me in immediately, and I will not read every single part of it just because it is long. She admits that it's long. Um, this is by Sophia. So <laughs> she. the title is Why Mal the Malfunction is the Worst Love Interest Ever, an essay. And it really, truly is an essay. <laughs> She said, this will be long, very long. Also mild spoilers. 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 Spoiler alert. Missouri Um, came out there. My hick accent. So I'm just going to kind of like list some of her reasons. Um, One, he's a possessive piece of trash. At one point, Alina is saying, in that moment, I was happy. I'm not like you, Mal. I'll never really fit in the way that you did. I never belonged anywhere. And he said, you belonged with me. And Sophia like, says, oh boy, deep breaths. <laughs> like, did you? Um, yeah. So Alina was happy and Mal's like, that can't be possible because you weren't with me. Later. You lost in- the girl. <laughs> this is not the end of the first book too. So this is when things really went downhill. Um, he says, I've risked my life for you, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. It took me so long to see you, Alina, but I see you now. Okay. That is manipulative. That's yes. really manipulative. Um, and then he says, so don't tell me we don't belong together. Uh, and then he, he immediately kisses her. It do, she doesn't even have time to respond. He doesn't ask her permission. And I understand, you know, she did have a crush on him at one point, but that doesn't mean that she wants to kiss you in this moment. But also, like, she has been with another man this entire time. <laughs> yeah. And she's confused. She's literally confused. Okay. So the second reason is... He makes decisions for her. Whenever Nikolai, um, so, okay, spoilers for, you know, further further in the series, but whenever Nikolai, like, kind of offers Alina a proposal of um, political power and gain, um, Mal says, you don't have a right to her. And then he physically attacks Nikolai. Um, <laughs> so, Mal, do you? Do you have a right to her? He thinks so. And then Alina is like, kind of wanting to think about it. And then he says, uh, I don't need to think about it. And neither does she. It isn't going to happen. Ew. <laughs> Additionally, third reason, he has double standards. And he is emotionally manipulative, which we have already seen. Absolutely. Um, remember that time he kissed Zoya? This is in all caps. Uncontrolled laughter. And then he had the audacity to say it was Alina's fault. The same guy who wouldn't even let Alina have male friends. Oh, my God. And then this is a direct quote. 
At least she doesn't flinch when I touch her, he spat. You don't want me, so why do you care if she does? He's disgusting. It's like, have we unpacked, like, just really quick, like, perhaps, like, backtracking really quick and, like, re-listening to what you just said, like, at least <laughs> she doesn't, and it's like, maybe we could, like, consider why she does that. Yeah, well, uh, Sophia does clarify that she did flinch at the time because she saw an apparition of the Darkling. That's right, that's right. So, it wasn't actually a reaction to him, he just literally won't let her explain anything ever but still i feel like he should have maybe asked questions before just like making jumping to conclusions here (laughs) yeah number four he dislikes the fact that she is more powerful than he is and this says flips page to thijan thorm uh page 159 but when all of this is over alina i wonder if you'll still want me and then he walks out he does this so much like every other page. Every interaction with Alina, he's constantly moaning about how she doesn't want me because she has powers and I'm useless. And then Sophia asks, do you want her to be weak and rely on you? Is that it? He does, though, is the thing. Because, like, at the very end of the book, like, instead of her, like, going and being with Nikolai, which I feel like she probably could have and it would have been really beautiful. Like, she and Mal go back to the orphanage and, like, he basically just wants to, like, take care of her there. And, like, they don't talk to anybody. Like, nobody hears from them ever again. And I think that's exactly what he wanted. Yeah, he, that book is literally like, okay, and that brings me back to like everyone. It's like a like, narcissist wet dream. Uh, romanticize the Darkling and like, yes, the Darkling, he's fucked up. He's the villain. But you're going to tell me Mal is who she should end up with. And Mal literally isolates her from her friends and family. And Also, for not great reasons, the Darkling did want her to be the best version of herself is the thing. Like, he mm-hmm. was not afraid of her powers. And, like, he did want her to, like, fully explore that. Yeah. Was it for poor intentions? Yes. Yes. But. Agreed. And, I mean... That's fair. the The Darkling is literally the villain. I am not going to like. He's the, he's a bad guy. Actions, um, but he killed children. <laughs> but <laughs> he's a uh, you know. If we are going to pretend like Mal's perfect, then that's where I take an issue. So another quote. He let out a bitter bark of laughter. Do you know how much I want that to be with you without rank or walls or anything between us, just to be common again together. He shook his head, but you won't do it, Alina. Um, literally, she's trying to save the world now. Like, the world is under attack. She's busy. She's fucking busy. Reason five. He shows signs of potentially becoming physically abusive. Yeah. On top of, you know, being emotionally abusive. Mal has a problem with, quote, curling his fingers into fists, end quote. Whenever Alina shows any sign of not wanting to make out right at that moment, um, because he assumes she's thinking about another guy. Well, I mean, also, like, he literally can't control his rage to the point where he has to go, like, beat the shit out of, like, untrained people in, like, a boxing ring. Yeah, he had to go join the fucking fight club because he literally can't cope. Number six, he doesn't allow her to have male friends. And so this is another direct quote that made Sophia laugh out loud. Mal shook his head in disgust. I let him push me away. The meetings, the council sessions, the dinners, I let him edge me out, just waiting, hoping that you'd miss me enough to tell them to all go to hell. 
So literally he wants her to tell Nikolai to go to hell because Mal is so jealous that he can't stomach the idea of Alina having a life outside of him. Amazing. Yeah. In conclusion, too long didn't read. Sophia says Mal is a needy, insecure, jealous, possessive, toxic, abusive excuse for a human being. And then she said, me at Mal. Splash, splash, your opinion is trash. Amazing. Uh, she she does continue <laughs> to say one. But wait, there's more. <laughs> number one, Mal, please die. <laughs> okay. Sophia, right. that's a little aggressive. Sophia, we shouldn't wish death it. on anybody. I know we're mad, but like, no. Um. Anyway, <laughs> she she does continue on some some more, but that's kind of the highlights. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah, those are all valid opinions, Sophia, and we do agree. Yeah. Um. So my review is from HP Boy thirteen. And it is a direct attack against Lee herself, not any characters, partially oh. the characters. <laughs> um, D- DNF'd at 150 pages because the pretension of the writing was just too much for me to bear and my eyes hurt from all the rolling. So I always think it's really funny whenever people start off with like, this is pretentious and then continue to use like the biggest vocabulary. Like, And then they're like, and I can like, stop rolling my eyes. Like, this I review can- is pretentious, <laughs> but I like yeah. that. Lee Bardugo knows Russian. She wants you to know that she knows. She's incredibly proud that she knows Russian. She would like a cookie for it. This is why there are random bits of Russian thrown in where they have no place being because we are supposed to be impressed that she knows Russian or not realizing that impressed that she can come up with so many words. Well, I too know Russian and I am not impressed. We get it. Um, there's absolutely no reason for characters to randomly interject bits of Russian into their speech when the world this takes place in is English speaking and no mention of bilingualism is made. What the hell is the purpose of having a soldier say da capitan instead of yes captain? What does that add to the story or to the reader's enjoyment of it? Other issues include an enormous overabundance of proper nouns. Proper nouns is capitalized and that's great. Um, apparently listing enough of those now qualifies as world building. I do agree with that. The world building was terrible. Also did not care at all about any of the characters because they were all so flat. In short, there is practically nothing to recommend about this book. Hashtag did not finish. I get it. I do get it. I just think it's funny that you took all that time when you didn't even finish the book. That's my thing. That (laughs) is absolutely my thing. Is like, I understand... And I am not, like, giving this book high reviews at all. Like, I don't get it twisted. I hate this book in this series. Yeah. But I don't think that you can give an honest-to-God review until you have finished the whole book. I agree. Yeah, that's just a... I mean, you can, like... You, you can, can say definitely you didn't like it. You can definitely have an opinion, but I don't think you can, like, write out this whole review as if you've... <laughs> yeah, because, like... Story. There were some good parts to the story, and there was some stuff that I really enjoyed about it. I did. Um, the very first time I read the first book, I did enjoy the first one. I was very intrigued, and to the point where, like, I read this whole series in a weekend. By the time I finished it, I was disappointed, but, like, the initial book got me going. I thought that was fantastic, and so I really, yeah, I just feel like if you're going to leave nasty reviews, please read the whole book. Yeah, or you could just, like, put a rating and be like, did not finish. Um, here's where I had to stop. Here's where I had to call it quits. 
This review is by, and I'm so sorry if I say this wrong, but it's by Shravanthi. The very first sentence of her review is clearly great powers don't make great characters. And without great characters, a story just falls apart. Alina, the protagonist, is an all-powerful chosen one, redeemer of the country, and of course she's unaware of these powers. To me, Alina appeared to be a weak character with lots of self-doubt. She was empty-headed and a simpleton, (laughs) something that the book itself teases in one place. (laughs) The book calls her a simpleton. Alina? I mean, she's dumb. And so this, um, they go on to say, by show of hands, tell me who hasn't heard of this trope in YA? This dumb girl who's secretly in love with her handsome hunk of a best friend suddenly finds out she has incredible powers and is the chosen one. She's thrown into the limelight and is instantly snatched up by the even handsomer and dangerous guy and is trained to master her powers and groomed to become prettier, yada, yada, yada. Zero originality. Even the Grisha verse of the Corporalki and the Ethereal-ki that I found so interesting in Six of Crows couldn't make up for the lack of storytelling. She said, here's some things that did not work for me. First of all, very, very weak characterization of Alina. She is self-critical, has no confidence, is stuck in a love triangle by a guy who ignored her since childhood and a dangerous control freak. Um, That's fair. (laughs) At one point, she even thinks about ending her life. Trust me, this happens at a point in the plot where it is more patriotic. I'm sorry. These colors don't run, baby! (laughs) (laughs) For the forgotten country. She also says this bothers me so much because depression and suicidal thoughts are serious illnesses that we are trying to overcome. To see such a line just thrown casually into a character's thought is disturbing. Um, That's fair, but I do also feel like she was under some very unique circumstances that led to those those thoughts. Uh, She was under a lot of pressure. Um. That's the only thing I'll I'll say about that. But uh, yeah, she also has a problem with Alina being dumb. Alina goes from being a country bumpkin to tailored into a pretty woman. The plot was overall flimsy and cliched. It's nothing new. Agreed. And the story of Shadow and Bone is nothing that we haven't seen before. That is what you just said. I feel really bad giving this one star because I came in with so many expectations. I recently read Six of Crows and having loved it, started the second part. Uh, the popular opinion was that Crooked Kingdom had some Grishaverse spoilers, and so I chose to stop reading so that I could get to know this world better, and I was very disappointed. And I I have heard that people have, like, much higher opinions of the Six of Crows duology than... Six of Crows duology is really good. If you haven't read it, I definitely would still recommend it, even yeah. if this book was a, like, series was a train wreck. Well, good. Six of Crows is top tier. I'm trying to decide which one I want to read because a lot of people have been comparing this to Twilight in terms of Bella Swan's like lack of personality and mm. how like she's ugly, but she seems to pull. Um, <laughs> 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 oh the thing is, like Bella probably was a hottie, but she dressed like a Mormon. And that's her issue. First of all, don't come after the Latter-day Saints like that. Oh, I can and I will. And I will do it again. Oh, I can. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, well, I don't know. I love the Twilight themes. But I think I'll go with this one because she has a list. And I like that. Organized. This this is by Fabi. It's spelled like my name, but with an F. Ah, cute. Well, that was trash. That's sad. Okay, so the plot. What is the plot? 
It is almost non-existent. The plot is so generic, I want to cry. It's got the main character who's the chosen one and is ugly, but turns into someone beautiful. A child BFF, the mysterious handsome stranger, and the lack of communication. The stupidity of the main character so that the plot will be more interesting. And there's just a lot of parts that don't make sense. So, first of all, Fabi did not have great sentence construction in this, so I apologize ahead of time. Um, some of the things that don't make sense. The reason why Alina suppressed her powers, it's because she was scared. Yeah. And because she was special. She thought she was going to be taken from Mal, and that was the only family she had as a child. So I do get why a child would hide their powers. She she was a child. She did uh, not think that her powers were that powerful. She did not realize she was hiding. To be fair, they're not. Well, yes, actually. <laughs> actually, they're not special. She I'll I'll rephrase. She was not aware that her powers were that unique. They were rare, but they actually didn't do anything important. Yeah. Um the fact that Alina was not disgusted by the fact that the Darkling was 170 years old. Listen, I'll say this once and I will say this again. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because he although is she was fucking baddie, uh, she was seventeen years old. That's in poor taste. Lee, make her eighteen. Yes. You creep. Yes. Well, they always do that. They always or twenty. You know, like if you want, if you're really just super into that, I guess, like the age gap thing, like. I think her goddamn adult at least. No, those YA authors be making them 17, no more, no less. That and then is they get why, immortalized as 17-year-olds. And that is why I refuse to read young adult because they are creepy. Yeah. They're not right. But then I think back to when I was a teenager, I would have been like into it if I was also 17. I know, but I just I can't get behind the fact that like some 40-year-old fucking lady is writing about yeah. like a 17-year-old. Yeah. That's bad on them. It um, but right. I know that I'm not the target audience, so I, I do. For sure. I'll, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. I won't forget, Lee. Um, Alina kissed two guys and still has no personality. What does that I have to do with Yeah, I don't think kissing the men, like, gives you a personality. I think, like. It's not like you, like, ch- go through some kind of, ch- like, change every time you kiss a person. <laughs> One was, like, emotionally <clears throat> abusive. The other one was using her as a means to an end. So, like. It they wasn't for love. Manipulating her. <laughs> like, it wasn't on purpose. No, she was like, oh, I'm desperate for love. And they were like, perfect. <laughs> uh, the fact that she forgot that she had powers because she suppressed it. Fair. That is dumb. That is that's, dumb. That's a plot hole for sure. That Mal is boring and selfish and I don't know why Alina loves him. Yeah, we know. Yeah, agree, We've agree. been known. Um, the fact that Alina feels like a plot device and yet she's also the main character and the plot is somehow still terrible. That's, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's plot, big true. Yeah, the plot doesn't make sense. Um, There's too much going on. I feel like we just kept adding layers to it. And so it's like, you've got the Grisha, right? And yeah. like the Grisha don't get along with the first army. Mm. But also it's like, you got the Darkling who's like advocating for the Grisha. But now we're going to introduce Alina. And like, all of a sudden he's evil. And it's like, there's this book. And we don't know who this book is written by. We don't know who this man is. But there's a stag and it's <clears throat> magical. And we got to find him. So we find him. And it's like, now we have to find like three other magical yeah, animals. Yeah, because wait, because they are more magical important. animals. And, and like, don't forget about the shadow fold. 
Yeah, there's also like a shadow fold. And it's like, mm-hmm. what is that supposed to be? Like, I feel like the only reason they had that was just for the very beginning of the book. And she's like, well, I guess we got to write that back in somehow. Yeah, because it's like, I still don't get the Darkling's motivation. I don't understand why he made the shadow fold. Because, like, he is playing the long game because he literally made it and then had to wait, like, 200 years for people to forget who he was and convince them that it was actually his dad who made it. Um, So, really, shit plan. Um, And also, like, the whole thing with, like, his grandpa like being that dude and like Bagra had a sister but she died but yeah. she didn't because Mal's yeah. there. And then Morozova. Okay. And then also like the Darkling, okay. It's like he made the Shadow Fold so long ago so that people would forget so that nobody would like suspect him to be the bad guy. But then he just yeah. comes straight out and he's like, no, I'm actually evil. He's like something kind of shouty, it's me. So what was the what was the reason? I don't know because it's like I think he did it to like build the trust of the Grisha and become like this well respected like you leader. Could, like, make them fear you from the get because obviously yeah. that's where but you're like, headed. They immediately turned on you, man. Like that didn't work. Yeah, because you like trained them to think that they were honorable instead of just <laughs> yeah. like forcing them to do your evil bidding. Like a I don't normal know villain. what his plan was. Actually, I don't know. he didn't have a plan. He didn't have a plan. He's like, he was just really upset. And how did he and, know like, that Alina was ever going to exist to be able to like, do her? really honestly think the Darkling, like, still had the mindset of a child in a grown man's body. Because <laughs> his mommy was so mean. Because his mommy was mean to him. And he yeah. didn't get hugged enough. So, everyone, like, listen, he, too, is 17 years old. Like, leave him alone. He, he, has a <laughs> he identifies as a 17 17- <laughs> hey we're we're joking yeah this (laughs) is all jokes in case the fbi is listening we are joking that's not about like we do we we disagree with this so much (laughs) do better young adult writers um alina is so disrespectful towards the elders she legit legit tried to get bagra to go to the doctor when she tried to warn her about the darkling common sense who also okay. <laughs> she spelled it barkra <laughs> um but also i don't care about being disrespectful to elders Dude, so. like people chose the weirdest things to be like really triggered about in this book like someone said she was fat phobic <laughs> because she <laughs> called someone's your fat feet fat <laughs> And she's really disrespectful of her elders. Um, that seems like we're grasping yeah. at straws here, perhaps. Alina is like, I don't care that I'm being hunted by the most powerful man because I'm with my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing can touch us. We're Nothing going on an adventure cheap. with the greatest, the single greatest tracker that the yes. second army has ever seen you guys he's a really good tracker he's like really good he's really good and like alina is mentally and emotionally stunted um because of her traumatic childhood and because she, she is brought up in an it. orphanage yeah, leave her alone <laughs> um can the Darkling stop smirking and stop curling his lips? It no. seems as though he only smirks and he is not known to smile at all. Yeah, because, because he's, he's evil. evil. <laughs> Bestie. 
<laughs> he's not a good man. Yeah. He's got nothing to be smiling about. The only time he smiles is when bad things are he's happening. He's burning like- down the orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> as he's lighting children on fire, you want him to smile? I'm sorry. No, he's going to smile. I'm smart. sorry. <laughs> um, and last but not least, the Darkling growled. He growled. Yeah. Like, listen, I don't like get, that either. But- get with it. Like, if you've read any fantasy book, unfortunately, you're going to read that at least once or twice. Bitches love growling. I don't know what it is. Authors love writing that in. They love just throwing in those animalistic qualities. And I don't I don't vibe with it, but you are going either, to see that. But I do think like the general consensus is that most of the target audience is like into it so i'm okay with it i know people are they're like yeah absolutely i came across a tiktok where a man was just taking a video of himself in the mirror and he growled and that was the video i'm sorry i'd call the police (laughs) yeah it's not for me but the the ladies were going feral in the comments. But see, like, I understand, like, having, like, a growly voice, like, kind of, like, gravelly, yeah. like, deep. But, like, no, I think he, like, growled at her yeah. like a freak. Yeah, because people like it, I'm telling you. The people are into it, and I don't get it. I'll tell you what, but I'm not um, making shame, so. But, you know, that's not on me. And um, finally, Alina has no personality, we know. She's so trash. She is so stupid. Mal is trash. Uh-huh. Um, the Darkling is like the song by Britney Spears Toxic. The song is perfectly about the Darkling. Fobby. I mean, <laughs> we're falling apart here. The writing is <laughs> the writing is okay. Rose <laughs> is better. That that's fair. One star. Okay, so like book two got of lower rating the book one so book one was a 3.9 this is a 3.85 um there's still a lot of four star and three star reviews um three star and five star actually tied with 26 percent 40 percent four star five percent two star and only one percent didn't like it okay. which is fair because nikolai was in it yes i did love nikolai 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 he was the only redeeming factor in this entire series. Literally the first one. The Darkling and Nikolai's existence was the only thing that gave me the willpower to get through this book. Mal annoyed the shit out of me and I thought Alina knew better. Girl. <laughs> yeah. So this review is by Dr. Kong O. Um, one star. This book was such a massive disappointment considering I actually really enjoyed the first book. That's ha- kind of how I felt. Um, half of the time reading this book was me pissed fucking off and filled with all bullshit in the world. I can't fucking even. Okay. Okay. Um, bullshit number one, Mal. Ew. Not dead yet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what an annoying little motherfucker. You should probably know by now that I fucking hate this guy more than anything in the world. Wow. Okay. Touch grass, babe. Why is he even a part of this series? <laughs> he pisses me off to the point of Because tears. he's a second male main character. I don't know. Ask Lee. Ooh, yeah. Okay. You're a little bit too hype about it, but I do. I, I get it. So a quote from the book says, not my type, but handsome. My brows shot up. In my experience, Mal was just about everyone's type. They were all gawking at Mal. It was hard not to. He's probably used to it. He doesn't even notice it anymore. And then... um. <laughs> they they apparently wrote a review for the first book which we missed but they said that Bummer. a handsome little fellow and just about everyone's type all the girls fall for him and no one can resist his handsomeness bullshit number two the love square 
square. Uh, the sky oh, is a fucking oh, square. Oh, because Alina's in the square. I see. Well, I have not officially. Oh, it says, well, I have officially. I thought it I haven't even read this book. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? I've officially read a book where not one, not two, but three guys have a thing for the same fucking girl. Um, yeah. So Nikolai's into her, but I don't know. I I think Nikolai just really needed a friend. I think so too. He was also desperately lonely. Like he's um, been living on a ship his whole life. So yeah. and, and I don't think he really wanted to marry her. They became friends. And I think that, that he confused that friendship for love. For love. And I get it. Like Which is sad. His parents were shitty. His brother was shitty. Again, uh, he was not hugged enough <laughs> as a child. Yeah. Bullshit number three, the plot. I'm sorry, you say plot? What fucking plot? This book is legit a fucking back and forth between Alina and the motherfucking Mal. Okay, I feel like we need to tally how many times you drop in the This word. is going to be an explicit episode, so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. sorry. Um, To all the toddlers listening. <laughs> For all you know it, we can't do that. It's probably trademark. <laughs> bam, bam. But shout out to Mabim Bam. If you know, you know. Um, so the Darkling getting caught, escaping the Darkling, blah, 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 over and over again. Stop playing these fucking cat and mouse chase games and Mal die. Okay. You can't I'm, keep telling people to go die. Yeah, these people are like a little too. Oh, we need to go help out the Darkling and fuck him in his bed. Oh my God. Listen, I I don't like Mal. I do think Mal needs therapy but it doesn't exist in their universe probably um and i think mel needs to work on himself but i don't want him to die i also don't think alina should go help the darkling and fuck him in his bed yeah i feel like there could have been like a really sick and like we've talked about it's like a redemption arc yeah but it was going to require like a slow burn romance like Absolutely. it could have been like an immediate thing like they were attracted to each other but he was evil he was and, like evil he would have had to work remorseful. on that <laughs> yeah yeah like, so there would have been a needed. lot to like work through there absolutely absolutely um bullshit number four mal and alina's relationship problems um yeah <laughs> we get, know there's there i'm gonna read this exactly as written listen up i do not give a single fuck about mal and alina's relationship and more than half this book was them having relationship problems fighting and confessing their love let me repeat i do not give a single fuck about them fucking sick beats my guy (laughs) anyway (laughs) they the last thing that they're mad about is there's a huge lack of the darkling it was probably the biggest reason why i hated this book the darkling was barely mentioned uh, but we had no lie and i just literally continued oh did you read the last sentence (gasps) also i don't really get the nikolai hype like, he's cool and all, but I don't care about him. Okay, well, you're wrong. Okay, yeah, I disagree. I've immediately lost respect for- I did this <laughs> review one star. <laughs> Goodbye forever, Dr. Congo. I thought we could be friends, but not now. Dr. Congo, please! I'm going to be reviewing or reading a review from Sophia. Um, Alina and Mal are even bigger idiots in this one. I didn't know that was possible, but here we are. Is this the same Sophia? I hope so. Sophia, I hope you're doing well, girly. Sophia, we um, love you. Somehow, does she have like a cute little chicken? I think she might have. I think girl. It's uh, spelled the same. 
She's writing really good reviews. Thanks, Sophia. Somehow Bardugo managed to squeeze every single YA trope into this book. Number one, please don't hurt him. I'll do anything. Two, the love dodecahedron. <laughs> Three, plain MC with mousy brown hair. Four, bland love interest. Five, the stereotypical and predictable villain. The, or six, the idiotic main characters. And seven, the comic relief. Yeah. yeah, we had it all. She really did, except for the one bed trope. She couldn't get me there. Nope. Um, this book follows Alina and Mal, who are on the run from the Darkling. Alina has the first amplifier now and is looking for the second. But the Darkling is on their very obvious trail, <laughs> hoping to take over all of Ravka. <laughs> Ravka. Ahem. If you're running from a villain, don't pay for everything with your obviously expensive and unique hairpins, and don't stay <laughs> at an inn, and don't flirt with the locals. It's and like don't... swiping your credit card, Alina. And don't pick a buddy who will bail on you the very last second. I'm talking about Mal, of course, the whiny toddler. Uh, all he is supposed to do is track, and yet he gets all worked up because Alina is special now, and he doesn't want her to be special because that would mean she doesn't love him anymore. Again, she's trying to lead an army. Don't be jealous. I asked for some character development, and apparently that was too much for Moody Mal. And she quoted, Might want to leave him alone. That type needs plenty of time for brooding and self-recriminate. Oh, I don't even know if I can. <laughs> Recrimination? Recrimination? I don't know. I don't know. What does that, that mean? <laughs> Otherwise, they get cranky. Yeah, can you just really quick? What does that mean? Um, recrimination, an accusation in response to one from someone else. There are no tears, no recriminations. I still don't really get it. Yeah, that doesn't really explain <laughs> it. Lee, in law, made... recrimination is a defense in an action for divorce. Well, there's way too many eyes right next to each other, and that was difficult to read. This is like in law, in the context of law. It is the defense of you two. So it's like, I think like if you're accusing someone and they're like you two, it's recrimination. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't know. Does she hey. use that in the correct way? I don't, I don't know. But thanks for teaching us a new word. Thanks for trying to teach us a new word. Sophia slash Google. I'm not sure I'll ever be using that. Recrimination. <laughs> that was a tough one for me. And uh, I am a really good reader. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, okay. that is a, is a, a word. Um, that's now for you. Throughout the book, he called a, he's called a gifted tracker, but he doesn't do any real tracking. He was supposed to be finding the sea whip, but how exactly did he do that? Fair question. Even a talented tracker can't just trace an ancient magical creature that no one's ever seen through an entire sea in a week. Well, don't you remember... He's special. Yeah. He can do it. He can track things through the water, through scent. <laughs> he licks his finger and sticks it in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone loves Nikolai, but honestly, if there is, I swear to God. I will not stand for the Nikolai I slander. will not stand for the slander. Everyone loves Nikolai, but honestly, the other characters are so bad that he seems amazing in comparison. That might be fair. I think he's actually a pretty average character. Just in comparison, he's near perfect. I can't believe this is the same person who wrote King of Scars. King of Scars was about Nikolai. What do you mean? That King of Scars was literally only about Nikolai. not consistent. Sophia. That's okay. I don't understand. 
Yeah, he sucked, but King of Scars was top tier. Yeah, dude. Ash, she rated it one star. She quoted the book and said, there is no end to our story and responded, saints, please let there be an end. (laughs) (laughs) I must be living in an alternate reality because I seem to be reading an entirely different trilogy than everyone else. Darkling, my love, let me be your queen of darkness instead. I feel that. DNF'd at 51%. (laughs) I can't take it anymore. I'm in pain. (laughs) This was so this was so boring i hated it from the beginning all of alina's stupidity and being annoyed in general to mal being a pathetic possessive bitch i'm so tired of it all again with the sentence construction i've tried picking this up again because six of crows i had to think about what that meant soc six of crows Ah. um is life and i'm loyal in capitals but this is just not working. Nikolai and the twins were the only characters keeping this book afloat. And I love Nikolai a lot, but this is going to be a no for me. A couple people do love Nikolai, though. Like, I'm not going to read this whole review because it's long. But H says that the only characters they can bring themselves to care about is the Darkling and Nikolai. And I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Ruin and Rising, book three, got the highest reviews out of all of them. That's... With a 4.02. That is really concerning. It had 34% five stars, 40% four stars, 23, 4% two, and 1% one. People liked this book, and I think that is shocking. I just don't get it. This this person said I haven't finished it yet, but I'm writing in a, a Dark Lena fanfic. Oh, one star. Drop the link. Drop the link. <laughs> one star. All right. So this is <laughs> Efat Taylor's version. And she it <laughs> 1.5 stars only because of the last 20% where the story actually starts. This one person gave a one star review and said this one star belongs to Nikolai. <laughs> <laughs> this one star is for Nikolai only. This one's for you. Amber from Books of Amber. My final rating is something like 1.5. I'm finally getting around to reviewing this book. I know, I know, I read it months ago when it was first released. What was holding me back, you ask? Well, my dear readers, it was the fucktacular way the series ended. I can't remember the last time I was so disappointed by such a highly anticipated book. I'm going to be spoiling people because I'm not sure I can review this book without explaining exactly why I hated it. And then they do have a bunch of spoilers, but I mean, I think I think I know why you hated it. We've already covered this book, so I'm going to read these spoilers. <laughs> um, this is from Rhea, and it says, What a waste of potential. I am truly disappointed with how Bardigo hyped up the series with the most intriguing character, only to kill him off without any chance of redemption. I agree. Yeah. She killed him only to let us mourn for his greatness that was the ultimate cause of his loneliness. What irony. It's like Severus Snape, only with no pleasant aroma left to his name. But that's just one side of the multitude of emotions I feel for this book. That's actually a really good comparison. Yeah. What a wasted character. I never liked Alina. I never understood how Bardugo could be such a feminist, but still make Alina give up her powers for the love of a man. For sure. Um, Even if Mal may not be the only reason why she did so, that still contradicts everything she had been standing for thus far. That she would make her character choose a simple life because she was cowardly and she couldn't stand the idea of her full potential. Nothing in all of the hyped up marketing executions could prepare us for this. I feel like I've been cheated, misled all the time, expecting greatness from a mousy character. 
Sadly, a mouse will always remain a mouse with a mouse dreams and wishes. (laughs) No, I agree. I do too. Yeah, that it's it's exactly what happened. Like, I feel like every fucking fantasy author does this where they have like a super badass, like main female character. And Sarah J. Mass is notorious for this too. Once they've you know, done what they were set off to do in the world, they're stripped of their powers and they can't yeah. live their life peacefully still being powerful. Like, no, they now have to live their life being a normal person. Because, because they're a lady. Because they're a lady. I think that's some bullshit. An exception, I guess, would be in Akatar. Like Farah. Yeah, Farah. She's she do be staying powerful. And, and we like Nessa. Like Nesta, we don't know if she has her powers still. Yeah, we don't you know? Yeah. Very true. And I will say that at least Mm -hmm. Nessa's sacrifice was for one of, like, familial love rather than, like, romantic love. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and, like, that is the biggest difference because even though there is, like, I guess, like, something similar like that in To Throne a Glass, it's for the greater good, not for a man. Not for a man. Because literally, Alina just, like, gave up everything to go give Mal everything. She's like, oh, I don't want Mal's feelings to be hurt. And it literally, he won. He got everything he was whining for. I hate that. Also, I'm really shocked that not more people left one-star reviews about I Am Become Blade. Tabby, I was about to read one. Are you ready? Is it I Am Become Blade? Poetic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kime says, I Am Become a Blade. Poetic. No one mentioned that and shame on you. Oh, man. Y'all are complaining about fucking her incorrect Russian language, and she literally put "I am become a blade." Yeah, and she not one of you commented on it. Leave her that alone. Even, yeah, like that wasn't even English, <laughs> and that's her native language. Listen, all in all, in conclusion, a lot of these reviews were right. Some of them were wrong, but they had the spirit. This person said, "I have to admit, it's a pretty good ending." <laughs> One star. Sorry. Sorry. What? She said, I skipped the middle part and read the ending. <laughs> I have to admit it was a pretty good ending. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to need you to keep that to yourself. That's a piping hot take. Third degree burns from that bad dad. <laughs> so, yeah, that wraps up Goodreads Bad Reviews for the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Lee, you know what? Do better. Do better, be better. Do better. Um, so next, not next week, because next week I'm getting married, so <laughs> we won't be here. Week after that, we're going to start the Bellinger Sister series. And so okay. first in the series is It Happened One Summer by our mom, queen, cool wine aunt, Tessa Bailey. Super excited to be wrapping up the summer season with her. And then after that, it's Hook, Line, and Sinker. So if you want to yes. read both, you can. And in between the two books, we will be doing a mini-sode um, where we will be fan-casting um, the the cast from It Happened One Summer. Because so, they're making it into a movie! A movie! We're so blessed. Oh, we're what so a blessed. time to be alive. Honestly. Now I just need to see that Akatar TV show, and then I'll Ooh. be really happy. Also, we may be having updates to our Akatar fan-cast because oh, yeah. there have been new people shown to me since we made it last and i have rethought who i want to cast as resand so yeah, let's let's absolutely re- gonna revisit that get some fresh takes in there piping hot 
<laughs> some piping hot third degree burn takes my dude yeah i'm so fucking stoked i'm really really excited to do um the fan cast for it happened one summer because it is going to be it's gonna be hard i'm not gonna lie be. it's gonna be difficult and i'm ready to take on that challenge okay yeah, so we'll see you in two weeks yeah see you later losers we're taking a break and we'll see you when we come back and as always let's get lit